0: Shake it up, shake it up, uh-huh, uh-huh, Kelsey Bowl happening as we record this. Shake it up, baby. That is the sound of an Arizona Kiwi Strawberry Fruit Juice Cocktail. Uh, following last night's sad watermelon, we have tonight's Happy Kiwi Strawberry. Uh, this is the Casual Die Hard Podcast, and I am Jesse from the internet. Uh, with me again tonight. Uh, Britt from the internet is taking a sip of something so I will address <laughs> from the internet. Kaelin how are you?
1: Howdy. <clears throat> I'm great you know preparing for the the food the food time. Thursday food time.
0: Love Thursday it. Thursday food time as uh as was ordained by Abraham Lincoln in <laughs> 1861.
2: I, I do believe that's how the history happened Jess.
0: Uh, happy Thursday food day to all. Uh, we'll get into that <laughs> a little bit more. Um, but Keelan, you pointed us at pointed our group chat earlier today to a story that I had not seen over the weekend, which was uh, this from CBS Sports when I get back to it, because I was doing some nonsensical hot takery before, uh, Brit before the show, and now I am. Britt, how are you?
2: I'm good. I'm good. I am I am drinking today a very seasonal, the Canada Dry Cranberry Ginger Ale. Ooh. Oh, that
1: which sounds is, really
2: nice. It is one of my favorite things. I have been often known to mi- just mixed ginger ale and cranberry juice. Um, hmm. It was one of those things that my grandparents used to make. My grandmother used to make me as a mocktail for like holiday parties and stuff. And it just feels very seasonal now. And at some point in the past handful of years, Canada Dry... Heard heard my pleas, and now I don't even have to mix two things in a cup. I can just open a can.
1: (laughs) That's awesome! Sounds delicious. I want to try it. Product placement. It's it's delightful.
2: Yeah, Canada. Call me.
0: (laughs) So from Arizona to Canada, we've got all of the bases covered of beverages.
2: (laughs) All of the geographical related beverages.
0: Uh, So, Keelan, you you shared this with us. Uh, Texas A&M wide receiver Moose Muhammad spites ex-coach Jimbo Fisher by wearing sleeves in breakout performance. This is from CBS Sports. Uh, Texas A&M wide receiver Moose Muhammad III had a breakout performance in a 38-10 win over Abilene Christian while wearing arm sleeves in the first game post-Jimbo Fisher era. (laughs) Muhammad was previously benched for attempting to wear sleeves.
2: (laughs) Sports are Um, dumb, and college football is dumb in a way that other sports can
0: only dream of being. Yeah. I just want that sentence out of context here. (laughs) Previously benched for attempting to wear sleeves. (laughs) Right. (laughs)
2: that's one of those sentences that you if you hear fully out of context it does sort of break your brain a little bit and you sit there like trying to contemplate the scenarios under which sleeves would be this big of a problem and then you're like wait do they mean sleeves like like clothing sleeves certainly they must mean something else
0: well Mohamed's issue with the sleeves came to a head after a 13-10 loss to Auburn in 2022. Despite being pressed on the sidelines, Mohamed did not play.
1: So this has been a this has been an ongoing thing. Yes. Sleeve-related
0: uh, beef. The Aggies mustered just 121 yards passing and 3.4 yards per pass attempt in the loss, which cost them bowl eligibility. I want to clear the air, Muhammad wrote in a since-deleted tweet, I guess at the time. I was benched for wearing arm sleeves, something that my teammates and opponents wear frequently for protection. I apologize to my teammates and fans and looking forward to getting back on the field. Gig'em 24-7. Hold on. Or Gig'em... Yep, go ahead.
2: So so there's not even like a team policy against sleeves? Like it's specifically this guy? Am I interpreting Look, that correctly? That his teammates wear sleeves, he's just not allowed to.
0: That's that is correct. It is not just him, though. Uh Gigum247 or Gigum247, I'm not sure on the name of that site, uh, reported after the game that Fisher had a rule against skill position players wearing sleeves.
1: Interesting. <laughs> Does it Look, do you, why? Is it like a Slippery.
0: Fisher. Fisher Yes. Players wearing sleeves. For, players like very wearing sleeves for various reasons, ranging from aesthetics to protecting their arms from scratches by defenders, or the turf. However, Fisher reportedly did not like his skill players wearing sleeves because of the risk of the ball sliding off.
2: <laughs> Interesting. Not to be a conspiracy theorist here, but like, <laughs> it, I love it, it feels. It feels pretty racist, right? Like, if you're going to call out skill players specifically, Yeah. Like, think yeah. about the average uh, racial demographics in of across position groups.
0: Yeah. Punters allowed to wear sleeves, kickers allowed to wear sleeves.
2: Yeah. Right. Feels a little racist, all I'm saying.
0: Agreed. It's, yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, it's not overtly racist, but it's, it's insidious right. because of exactly what you're describing. I mean, a lot like the Yankees hair policy, like disproportionately affects players of color. Right. Uh,
2: it, it was not ex- in both cases, not explicitly intended to do that. Probably. But that is the the end result.
0: (laughs) And they're not complaining about it. Uh, Yeah. Muhammad looked Uh, reinvigorated in the first game since Fisher's firing. (laughs) He's on the field. And warm. And warm. (laughs) The junior led the team with seven targets and averaged a ridiculous 26.0 yards per catch. That is pretty pretty crazy 31 of his yards came after the catch including a
1: freaky leap
0: over an abilene christian defender
1: Wow! Well, wow well, well. i like the word choices in this spite yeah this is freaky. spectacular
0: yeah uh, that that is it for for this uh so jimbo is gone after apparently cutting off his receiver's arms to spite his head? Or...
2: <laughs> oh, my God.
0: Lily also is is not with us this evening, but did share earlier that uh, Yale has an offensive lineman, uh, Kieran... M- oh, I don't have a pronunciation guide here. Kieran... Amigadagy, I think I might have gotten that, Amigadaghi? Uh Kieran Amigadaghi? Uh going into the NFL draft, and I do have, he, you know, put up one of these, I ain't reading all that, or I'm happy for you, or uh, condolences, sorry that happened, uh, one, one of those <laughs> posts, uh, but at the end, it, it says, it is with great excitement that I like to announce that I will be entering the 2024 NFL draft roll dogs
1: I have Mm, I
0: I attended an institution in this league Um, (laughs) I never once heard the phrase roll dogs Um,
1: it doesn't mm -mm. it doesn't work no it just feels
2: wrong
0: it feels extremely wrong
2: what are they um, rolling and why would you Right. Roll- rolling how? Rolling where? And also, a rolling dog does not feel intimidating. Right. A rolling dog feels like a doofy puppy who's just having a good time. Not, not well, that's the, the angle you're going for.
1: Adorable. I'm thinking of, of, like, a hot dog on one of those 7-Eleven
2: spinners. Also good. Also good. Steam roll table.
0: 7-Eleven, <laughs> roll dogs! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm here for that. Uh, Yeah. We have a lot of
1: product placement opportunities. We do have a lot of product placement. Someone
2: sponsors.
1: God damn it.
0: 7 Eleven, where you can get your Arizona iced tea, your cranberry ginger ale, uh, whatever Keelan is drinking, so long as you're in the Midwest, because I assume that you're drinking booze. (laughs) I I have no idea.
1: I'm drinking sweet tea. Sweet tea,
0: also available at 7-Eleven. Oh, thank heaven. And, uh, and also, oh, thank heaven for what happened in Columbia, South Carolina, where <laughs> the South Carolina Gamecocks defeated the Kentucky Wildcats on the strength of the appearance of Finnish superstar Darude. Uh, That is according to Shane Beamer, who met Darude after the game and said, you got us over the hump. And also, if I'm ever in Finland, I'll look you up. (laughs) I am sad that uh, South Carolina cannot make Clemson Bowl ineligible, although I suppose that they could beat them badly enough that they quit football forever. Uh, I would that accept is what that I'm as an option. Um, and yeah, you know, I'll just I'll throw out another little segue here for us. Uh, speaking of quitting football forever, that's what I would do if I was the head coach at Auburn and I lost oh at home God. by three touchdowns to New Mexico State.
2: <laughs> I, I wish... I yeah, I saw the score of that game um, in like, I don't know, like the, before halftime, I think it was still like the first quarter. And I, I want to say it was like 10 to six or something at that point. And I was like, oh, well, that's fun. Good for you. Assuming yeah. apparently foolishly that it would, you know, you get those, uh, the the fake upsets occasionally where like. It's clearly like the, the team, the heavily favored team sort of just doesn't show up in the first half and then they get reamed out by the coach in the, at halftime and realize like, oh, we should play football and then proceed to just destroy whoever it is in the second half. I was fully expecting that it was one of those scenarios, right?
0: I feel like that's what, what you've just described is every Florida state game this year, including the one that they played on Saturday against North Alabama.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking the same. Same exact. I,
2: Yeah. that That is the outcome I was expecting, right? Uh, so It's a little wow, dicey. Boy, boy did, did Auburn prove me wrong there. <laughs> they, well, they sure I, guess, did.
1: I guess after all of those baptisms, you know, it's not, <laughs> I don't know what God is expressing. God can't save you now, Auburn. <laughs> 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 Putting through a real job, job, whatever his name is, <laughs> type situation. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not good with the Bible. I'm not, I'm not versed at Bible stories. My bad. The Book of Job. Is it Job or Job? It is Job. <laughs> it's Job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fun fact of the evening.
0: <laughs> but as, as someone who grew up without uh that chunk of the Bible um, I I would certainly it was I was older than uh, yeah it's one of those where it's like you've read it all those times but never heard it it's like yeah the book of Job Job it's, it's uh, God's employment <laughs> listings
1: <laughs> the only Job I know the, is from Arrested Development yeah, the book of LinkedIn <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only uh, job I
0: know is uh, in addition to George Oscar Bluth, <laughs> um, is Joe Bellingham, who is Jude's brother and plays for Sunderland now. Yeah. That is of this. Uh, I also have on our on our list of topics, uh, things that happened over the weekend that I found uh, enjoyable and delightful and interesting. Uh It just says Farm Report in capital letters, parentheses, Iowa. (laughs) Uh, Once again, the Hawkeyes uh, delivered a performance in which uh, the two teams combined for a very low total of points. But Iowa won yet again, clinching the Big Ten West and ensuring uh, that either Michigan or Ohio State is going to have to go through absolute hell in order to reach the college football playoff personally i can't wait
1: hell speaking of job (laughs) it's a good transition
0: and and speaking of hell uh nebraska (laughs) wisconsin in prime time wow and that game went to overtime
1: that was (laughs) depressing depending on who you are no one needed Uh, more
0: than four quarters of that game
1: though no i agree. It was like, what, how is Especially this Especially
0: for Nebraska to then turn around and lose.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. Right. You can't even give me a good narrative out of it. Yeah, that was... That's
1: just... Yeah. So... The Iowa game will be interesting. The
0: upside of that, and uh, I texted you guys with disbelief when the over-under on this game... Uh, opened at 27 and a half. It has since gone down to 26 and a half. And <laughs> while we were bemoaning before oh. the show, the inundation of gambling uh, into our sports culture, uh, it might be worth it for the mainstreaming of just how ludicrous Iowa football is. Um. I hope they do it. I hope that they achieve their ultimate goal of uh, winning a game one to nothing on a one point safety in the third overtime, a pick one.
2: (laughs) Oh, I just, I I think I've, I've almost come around to the point where I think I almost unironically love them. Just because they are so committed to the bet.
0: Uh, I don't... I don't know if I'm capable of that. <laughs> because... I mean, it's terrible, don't
2: get me wrong.
0: That defense is so good. Good. And, like, the kids on that defense, like, it's one thing for, like, the New York Jets to be like, (laughs) oh, my God, we have to play with fucking Zach Wilson or, oh, my God, we have to play with fucking Tim Boyle or in the second quarter of Friday's game, oh, my God, we have to play with Trevor Simeon. Like, that's a professionally inept team. At Iowa, you sold a bill of goods to a teenager that you would be bringing them to a competitive football team. Right. They are amazing on one side of the ball and absolutely dog shit on the other and like that that ain't cool like you're it like it's like go into a school where they teach you math all day, but then you come out of there, you can't read.
1: (laughs) It is somewhat.
0: No,
2: because well, and the thing is, is it's like if they were even mildly offensively competent, like they don't have to be like an offensive powerhouse. No, they just have to look like they have seen a successful offensive scheme
0: ever. you go back to that 31 nothing game against Penn state and it's really like, okay, they, they gave up 31 because that was just like, it was not because Penn state like exposed (laughs) Iowa as like being that much of a level below Penn state. It's really because the conditions that day and just everything about it uh, conspired to the worst possible scenario for Iowa. Right. Like they probably should have lost that game. Like, 12-0, 15-0. 12-0, it's
1: 15-0. Right. Um,
0: but still, you're at a point where you're two touchdowns a game away, and that would be scoring two and a half touchdowns a game, basically. From being on the level where you can actually compete with the the big teams here, because you can build a defense, and it's not like this is a... Scenario where there is some kind of fucking salary cap, and just because you ha- you've got all your you know so many resources devoted to your defense, you can't <laughs> do it on offense. It's embarrassing, and it's not like Iowa is not capable of like doing good at sports in other sports. Women's basketball is great. Wrestling's great. Track, I think, is really good. I don't know. It should be. It should be better. There was a time when like I found Iowa to be charming, and I feel like maybe that was wrong. Um <laughs> But this whole last several years of Ferensdom has <laughs> The Ferencing. <laughs> the Ferrencing has been a heel turn toward the game of football they are playing anti football yeah. and yeah on some level i respect that because it's it's a long standing tradition for you know that's how that's how you win as a little guy Is you play as little of the sport as possible. You roll down the amount of sample size, the fucking Princeton offense and basketball. Well, we're certainly not going to be able to run with UCLA, but if we slow the fuck out of the game and play a really frustrating style, okay, Iowa, you've got that. There is no rule preventing you from then blending that with some kind of competent other side of the ball. (laughs) <laughs> right.
1: Run the fucking triple. Like, there's no reason. Like, why Why not?
0: Why shouldn't I? will run the triple? Do it this week against Nebraska. You'll score 87 points.
2: Right. Like, there's really no... I, I think that's sort of part of the problem even more than the incompetence it's the lack of creativity yeah <laughs> like like you don't have to you don't have to run out like a west coast offense <laughs> with a you don't have to or or you don't have to pull out like an Al, like a vintage alabama offense it'd be fun if you did but like nobody's really asking for that like just figure out how to do something and if it means run the triple or do something run a bunch of wildcat or whatever like at at, at least give me something
0: yeah it's something we should get somebody out here who, who can like seriously get into this I know who I want to get to talk about this so we'll we'll save that for uh down the road I think I will say um on the Nebraska side of things. This game is a lot more interesting with Iowa having clinched the Big Ten West and Nebraska still playing for bowl eligibility.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Because, um, I don't know, it's day after Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I was, think they have a huge... Advantage having Chubba Purdy back. Um, and hopefully it gets better or not. We'll see.
0: That's Nebraska football. It'll get better or not. <laughs> I mean, not. It's, why, it's wild, but Will... like,
1: that made all of the difference. So,
0: you know, families are going to be watching. So, uh, Jeff Sims should not be. Uh, <laughs> It's It's too graphic. It's not fair. Uh, So that is one of several games uh, happening this week. I think that we can agree that Iowa-Nebraska is the corn of the Thanksgiving weekend (laughs) smorgasbord of college football. Uh, What I would like to discuss with you guys in, in discussing the games to come this weekend is uh what is the rest of our of our meal looking like and I think oh. I have I, I will start us with, with the big one, the turkey, the the main course, the thing that is always there, uh the Iron Bowl. We are coming back around to Auburn too. Uh, you know, Looks like it's going to be dry as fuck this year.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, this is the perfect year for this, right? Because uh, as the turkey, it is the thing with the most pomp and circumstance. The thing that is sort of Mm -hmm. the the non-negotiable, but that also is not really what everyone's excited about. Like nobody's really coming for that, but like you can't avoid it. You have to put a piece of turkey on your plate you're going to eat mashed potatoes and stuffing and green bean casserole and sweet potatoes and everything else. But like you have to at least nod at the turkey.
0: I don't think I've ever had less of a thought that the Iron Bowl was going to be approaching interesting.
2: No, I can't even talk myself into Auburn as an agent of chaos in this particular scenario.
0: They just lost at home by three touchdowns to yeah. New Mexico State.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it. <laughs> but I was just I was just sharing that I'm really it's really confusing because for probably a decade, maybe more, I really railed against Alabama, and I went to grad school there, so it's a very big like weird like cognitive dissonance thing. And so this is the first year I'm like, fuck Auburn. <laughs> was great. I'm like tide. finally aligned. Roll, roll, roll tide, tide.
0: Roll tide, roll, roll dogs.
1: Roll Roll Dogs. <laughs> uh, oh God. I
0: I think there might be a good piece of this turkey, a little crispy skin. Um which is I think Nick would love to spend the entirety of that day, just running it up on, on Hugh. Um, I don't think, you know, not that he really ever has that much of a compunction about it. Um, but I feel like there's, yeah, there's history. If you will. Um,
1: yeah. I, I, I think like, that's, uh, I feel like, you know, I mean, a lot, I think, because of Hugh Freeze's like clown status too, because yeah, Nick Saban's been pretty good at least about being equitable in a public facing presence at least, which I think mm-hmm. is yeah. pretty cool and surprising and nice, especially for an sec coach. So it's almost like, I'm not going to say opposites coaching in a way, but I, it's quite different. Um, which is also why it's going to be fun to watch for me. <laughs> I think what Unless I'm looking something for out of. To Alabama. And then it'll be funny oh. and surprising.
0: Yeah, on, on the 1% chance that something bad happens to Alabama, I'm here for it. But <laughs> what I'm really looking for out of this game is. Uh, Sometime around the third quarter, about middle of the third quarter, Gary Danielson uh, with a shot of Hugh Freeze on the sideline, saying, this is not the afternoon that Hugh had in mind.
2: <laughs> I, f- I feel like the thing that would make this broadcast immediately better is just give me a dedicated Hugh Freeze camp. Like, I just hmm. I just want a Hugh picture in picture for the entirety of the game so that I can watch his reaction to every terrible thing that happens
0: to him. I think uh Alabama what they should do this game this is a home game for them. I have not looked cuz it's that uninteresting. Um well even if they even if it is a road game, I will look. Uh what they what they should do is bring out a hospital bed.
1: on What is happening? That would be $582 on the best chairs, desks, and more during the ultimate office. Service.
0: Hey, we've got an ad. Deals end November 28th. Okay. <laughs> I think. No, In my search really for. Oh, okay, it's at Auburn. Uh, they should roll up, uh, roll up with a hospital bed. It would yeah, be really funny. Have Nick coach from a hospital bed. <laughs> it would be really funny. It's a
1: great idea.
0: Oh, even it being at Auburn doesn't uh do anything for me in thinking that this game will be anything at all. No, no. Okay. It
2: it, it does not matter even a little
1: bit. I agree. So we go I for the best
0: part so. of of Thanksgiving. Uh Thanksgiving meal, the side dishes. Um, got a few of these. I think the egg bowl is is actually on Thanksgiving night. We can start there. Um, I think I, I will say that to me is eggs um, because it is just super weird and you have to deal with it.
1: Good old Thanksgiving <laughs> eggs <laughs> none, of, none
0: of this will make sense I will share though that uh, <laughs> before the show before the show I was I was on Twitter and I saw this uh, this tweet from Brad Logan um, Brad Logan of as uh, a contributor to inside the rebels on 247 sports uh, he writes, Ole Miss is four and zero this season. When any combination of Tom Hart, uh, Jay Rogers, eleven Jordan Rogers, and ah, second straight podcast mention for Jordan Rogers and uh, Cole Kubelik yeah. are either in the booth or on the sideline, wins over Georgia Tech, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, Texas A and M. Uh, that was retweeted by Lane Kiffen, who's uh, apparently looking for for anything uh, this week. On the Twitter. Struggle. Got a battle for the golden egg graphic. He tweeted some Charles Swindoll. Lane is uh what do you think he's thinking right now? Should he go to
1: AM? I wonder if he's a little concerned right now. The Oracle says.
0: Does the oracle say? I think Lane's gotten into astrology at any point, or is that still out there for him to discover?
2: I think that's too mainstream woo-woo for him. Yeah. Like I don't think he's gonna go astrology. I think if he I think if he's gonna do anything, he's gonna go like I was gonna say like reading tea leaves, but even that. Like he, he's gonna find something off an infomercial or like a multi level marketing. <laughs> Scheme.
1: I think he's at least been introduced to astrology because he has daughters, right? So it's probably Makes aware of it. Maybe he's like a hot yoga guy. Like not sex, like Bikram. Is that it's that hot yoga? I don't know. I don't know yoga.
0: Mm, I think Bikram is. Yoga.
1: Of, okay, cool. Just throwing out a bunch of stuff I don't know tonight.
2: I could see him being a hot yoga guy. I could see him being um into a lot of those weird like recovery like therapies. Like not the normal ones, but like the really extreme like cryotherapy and like the really yeah. weird cupping and like the stuff where you're like, what are you
1: doing? <laughs> yeah, he gets acupuncture. Maybe he goes oh, into yeah. the what is that thing? Like the float chamber? Yes.
0: Oh the the Aaron Rodgers deprivation tank.
1: <laughs> no, that was
0: that was a darkness ayahuasca retreat. It's different. Didn't he also do a, also do a, a like a, a deprivation tank at some point? No, yeah, I mean he probably did. Who yeah. among us again? Like, I would actually really like to do one of those tanks. That seems pretty cool to me personally. I also like the spinny ride at the at the carnival where you get like thrown up against the wall and, and you're all sticky to the wall and you can kind of climb up the shimmy your way up the wall. Um, Lane Kiffin, if you're out there and you want to ride on the Gravitron sometime. Uh, mailbag at something. We haven't figured that out yet, but like DM me. I follow you on on Twitter. Uh, so hit me up, Lane. We'll we'll go on the Gravitron and uh talk about mental health. Um
1: <clears throat> That's romantic.
0: Yeah. Also this week, uh the Apple Cup is is the farm, the other farm to table uh matchup. I feel like Yeah, it's that's pie. That's an apple pie. It's always there. It's Washington's gonna beat them, like yeah. I know that Washington State has been you know, got off to a good start, lost a bunch, and then really kind of shit canned Colorado. Um but yeah, they're they're not gonna keep up with Washington there unless Washington just lays down an absolute stinker, which
1: I cannot imagine happening. Uh yeah, I mean it's tec- 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 technically that.
2: within the realm well, of possibility, but
0: I think Auburn beating Alabama is more likely than Wazoo winning this particular Apple cup.
1: I'm going to throw one out. I want to contribute. I feel like Toledo yeah. and is this central Michigan? That's some kind of like chili. So they can put it on mm. like Coney's Coney dogs or Love spaghetti. It. Go,
2: go full Cincinnati for on the five way.
1: Exactly.
0: We're having conies on Thanksgiving. I like it. <laughs> well, with that terrible turkey, we need something else. So, so that's good.
1: Need some protein. Uh, yeah,
0: and that's that's good. Well, you know what? Uh, we often would have uh sort of while the turkey was in the oven, we'd have some pigs in a blanket.
2: That's true. That's true. We we do no. the same.
0: Gonna have a little hors d'oeuvre. Horse d'oeuvres. Horse Horse
2: Yeah. Little, little smokies, canned olives, and pick like little baby pickles. I don't know why that's the thing in my family, but that is the assortment. Like gherkins? Yeah. Like little gherkins. <laughs> canned olives, like black olives, like just straight up olives.
0: And little smokies. So, so y'all are just really into brine, huh?
2: <laughs> Apparently. I I genuinely do not even know how this how this started. I I do not recall. Brian but, but now here we are. That that's just like to the point where like, if my mom doesn't put the black put the olives out, my dad will like go get them out of the pantry and will like confirm with her that she bought some at the grocery store. God, I'm I, serious. Yeah, I don't. I, it's <laughs> like I said, we're very committed to this. I can't
1: entirely
2: explain why.
0: Crackers or anything, or
1: yeah, just straight yeah, up. I mean,
0: cup and No, I, well, yeah. I mean, there's
2: usually like some cheese and crackers or something else floating around, or like okay. spinach dip or something. There's usually other things. It's just like the olives and the pickles and the little smokies are like the non-negotiables for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> the The what other stuff smoke? is like free agents. <laughs> what? What?
0: is a little smoky
2: <gasps> oh Listen. oh jesse okay so they're if you think of pigs in a blanket they're the inside mm-hmm. they're the hot dog part of a pigs pig
0: in a blanket okay that's just we, the name for it yeah that's
2: the brand they're little smokies oh.
1: well they're they're jimmy
2: dean but they're
0: okay the uh the Pick in a blanket hot dogs of choice up here are uh Hebrew National or Sabrette.
2: I do I love a Hebrew National. Yeah, the, the little smokies are a little different because they really are like they're smoked sausage rather than like hot dogs. Okay. So, so they're yeah, a little I different flavor wise. In my family, we heat them up with barbecue sauce. Okay. There are some people will do like a very cursed like grape jelly and barbecue sauce and some other stuff oh. kind of mixture. That I have also no. seen on like cocktail meatballs. I'm not a big fan, but it is very much a thing thing some
1: places. I just like them like, plain with mustard, some sort of mustard.
2: yeah, no, they're they're excellent with mustard. They don't require yeah, a whole so lot. I, th-
0: I think grape jelly and olives is uh <laughs> oh, God. Yukon UMass, the cum bowl. <laughs> Needs to be mentioned. Uh, should, I, I, should I go to that game? That's a question.
2: Oh well, how far away are you going to be? Like, like be how much would you have to
0: commit?
2: Well, right, but like, how how hard are we committing to this? I guess is really the question.
0: All right. Uh, well, I will be. Uh, while, while I look this up, uh, I will let you guys discuss the Civil War because I think that's an actual uh, interesting contest uh, that that also has that and the Territorial Cup have Pac-12 title game implications because Oregon still needs to win. Uh, yeah. And if they don't, Arizona really should beat Arizona State. Uh, and oh, my God. I go. hope so. Uh, so I really, I would find that delightful. Although Oregon is a playoff caliber team, and I want good things for Bo Nix, uh, both just in general and also because it's funny in relation to Auburn.
2: Right. It It is specifically extra funny right now, even relative to what it normally would be.
0: McGurk Alumni Stadium. McGurk Alumni Stadium. Uh from my current location, it's a two hour forty seven minute drive. That's not very helpful. Uh from where I'm gonna be.
1: I was gonna say that's that's too far. A yeah, I was two enough.
0: hour and eighteen minute drive? What the fuck? How is UMass as far away from New York City as it is from Plymouth, Massachusetts?
2: Uh, you, because UMass at UMass someone, is way
0: the fuck west
2: Yes, speaking as someone who went to college mere minutes away UMass is in the fucking Berkshires It is in the ass end of nowhere
0: Yeah uh, So I will not be like attending lovely, the Cumble
2: I will say I have not gone to that game, but I have gone to a number of UMass games when I was a youth and I I am not built for that shit It is too cold It is too cold when you get to the point of playing meaningful football, which I mean meaningful for whatever value that word ever applies to you, mass, but um it I I am I am too Californian and Southern bred for that. I can't I can't do it. It's too cold. I do not want to sit outside in snow. And I know many people do it, and it is not for me.
0: <laughs> uh I will be spending the weekend with some people who have done that for the Patriots for many years. And I somewhat understand it in that case. Uh, But also I went with them to a very snowy game one time and I was like, I'm never ever doing this again. I'm extremely cold and wet and could have watched this on television. (laughs) Right.
2: Right. I could have watched all of this with better sight lines from my couch
0: <laughs> and not worrying about how I've seen so many of these people drinking in the parking lot. And now we're all getting in these cars onto icy roads. No big deal. Uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: It'll be fine. You're right. It'll be fine. Yeah. We're uh, all fine. It's good.
0: I've been doing this for years. Yeah. Um, Reminds me of the, the guy who I worked with at a bar who uh, talked about how much easier it was to, for him to drive drunk than coked up.
2: Oh, good. Okay. Oh,
0: wow. Oh. Oh. Good good. Nice. that you know that about yourself.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a nice, I, I mean, glad he did the science for that, I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, so there's that. <laughs>
1: He had like a, a good sample amount so he could test for some <sighs> statistical significance. <laughs> Yikes.
0: So the Civil War is a food of some kind. Oregon, Oregon State. Ducks, beavers, should be pretty tasty.
2: Uh, yeah, and I, like- you know what? I I appreciate Oregon State being fairly good in the in the midst of having been basically like kind of left at the
0: altar by the rest of the conference.
2: Like they they were,
0: fuck Oregon up a little bit.
2: Like oh, I I think it's definitely with. I don't think it's likely, but I think it's absolutely within the realm of possibility more so than the other games. Like that is more likely than Wazoo or Auburn, like doing anything meaningful.
0: Absolutely. Do I think it'll happen? No. No, yeah, <laughs> like
2: I'm st- I'm still not putting money on it, but
0: I think it's Yeah, it's and. Like Florida Mizzou last week. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring that back up, but it was a it was a it's hell not of a game. <laughs> it was it was a hell of a game that I never really believed Florida was going to win.
2: No, no, not not even a little bit.
0: Like there were times when they were ahead and it was still like Yeah, I'm still pretty sure Mizzou's gonna come up with this at the end. And it still took like the field goal and Mavis at the end, but like there never felt like there was a huge doubt that that was the scenario that was unfolding one way or another.
2: No. Yeah. There was definitely a feeling of inevitability about it somehow. Like you said, even, even when Florida was leading, it was like, okay, well that's nice. That's nice, dear. I'm glad you're not embarrassing yourself. I suppose.
1: (laughs) Hanging in there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's like the cat in the poster.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh,
2: <laughs> Billy, Billy Napier is, is the hang in there cat right now. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: oh, I, I, was, uh, I don't even know what to do with them. I just, I don't know.
1: I thought it was interesting how Missouri celebrated though, because like, yeah, they won a close game, but it was like, you guys are ranked ninth. Right. You're like, you
2: realize this should not have been close, right? Right?
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was like, I I don't know. I'd be kind of mad, but I guess. Yeah. Has that affected? I haven't looked at the rankings this week. Did that affect them at all? That's a good Um, question. I haven't looked. Right now. Yeah, I think we were all texting on the side. Just about how they weird it was. Yeah.
2: It was just very weird.
1: The they one won. thing I'm
2: I'm All mad good. about
0: though,
2: see the one thing I'm mad about though is the fact that they it's a is hurt now. So it's like, oh, this we really are done now. Okay. <laughs> like yeah. they they weren't gonna that... beat Florida State either, but now that game is just gonna be painful
0: although <laughs> although although Florida State also wound up with a is what what wound up happening with uh, Jordan Travis because that was a that's a significant injury um, and also. And I know we did this with TCU last year and but those, and those games were closer, but yeah. yeah. Jordan Travis is out for these. Um, and yeah, that's really unfortunate, but it also does feel like, yeah, probably not this one. Uh, probably it's Louisville and the conference championship game. Cause they're a weird team and kind of frustrating and like, you know, the way right. they beat notre dame they right. have like one really confusing loss uh right after that but
1: uh,
0: florida florida can
2: you you don't have to finish that sentence it's you don't it's okay
0: <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> I release you. <laughs> okay Here's the thing, as somebody who has forever and a day rooted for Florida in this game, you know, going back to the first time I heard the freaking chop, um I believe in Florida State's ability to self-destruct. Um
1: that that is a fair point. I I like how Do that, that it happens here.
0: No. I think it happens in the other game. Yeah, probably. And I don't...
1: I like that you were I like, I believe. Right. Yeah. It sounded like it was going to be a powerful like <laughs> mantra. No. We believe. No. no.
0: I believe that FSU will fuck up.
1: <laughs> right.
0: FSU fuck shit up. There you go. That's, there you go. Uh,
2: Get that one for free. Yeah,
0: I think... uh that game is the selection of alcoholic beverages uh, at yes. the Thanksgiving table. Correct. Uh, to choose your choose your spirits. Uh, oh, we didn't come up with what the Civil War was for food. I mean, it's that a, it's for- like it's one of the big ones.
2: Yeah, I feel like that's like a stuffing mashed potato situation. That's like a compelling
0: game. Yeah. All right. So, stuffing mashed potatoes, I think, is that in the territorial cup? Yeah. Arizona, ASU going together.
2: Yeah. Although it's a little hard to say that because ASU is just such a tire fire. So, I don't know how interesting that game is really actually going to be.
0: Yeah, Arizona could just kick their ass.
2: I think it's likely that they do. Yeah.
0: It probably is. That is the problem with this season and this sport is that there are um, a lot of good teams, but they just don't ever seem to play each other. Oh, wait, uh, there's Ohio State-Michigan. Is that a important game on Saturday? Yeah.
2: Maybe, maybe.
0: It's like green beans.
1: Yeah.
0: Who even needs it? <laughs>
1: green beans with little like almonds in it oh I
0: actually really like that give me those crispy onions too,
1: those yeah. are the best it puts like cream of mushroom in it
2: like, love, love a condensed cream soup and some
0: vegetables
1: <laughs> add some cream cheese if oh, yeah. God didn't want now. us to
0: eat it that way wouldn't it put that soup in those cans
1: <laughs> Amen so do we
0: have any feelings about this one about
2: Michigan Ohio State? yeah uh, my my main feeling is that I can't decide I've... which outcome is funnier okay <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was gonna say either as a food or as a as a football uh contest for humor. Um,
1: I agree with Britt. Because on the one hand it seems like as you've noted, Harbaugh keeps just saying the weirdest just, stuff. And I'm like, I think it'll get weirdest. weirder if he's winning, but I'm not sure.
2: I I just want like if Harbaugh wins, we might get video of him just fully singing the entirety of "Ricky the Edmund Fitzgerald," <laughs> and I I'm here for that because I think that sounds unhinged in a perfect way.
0: I believe that that is a possibility. Go Blue, I think, is the more likely thing to get us. Jim Harbaugh shirtless singing The Wreck of the Edmunds oh, and Cheryl.
1: shirtless. You know that was on the case. He's got
0: to be shirtless, doesn't he?
1: <laughs> I mean,
2: I did not add that particular detail, but sure.
0: He's shirtless with chinos. <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> Are they pleated?
0: Obviously. Yes. <laughs>
2: And that he's man has never a seen hat. a flat front pant in his life.
1: <laughs>
0: still wearing a hat. Oh, my God. Not sure about sunglasses. <laughs> no, sunglasses is disrespectful.
2: <laughs> disrespectful to the memory of those lost on the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, God. Maybe that's just how he mourns. <laughs> shows respect <sighs> oh. the
2: the funniest thing about that is right. that I, I'm waiting for this to happen and it probably already has and I just haven't seen it I'm waiting for the officially licensed We're the Lake
1: t-shirts I, I think that's definitely coming
2: like it's gotta be right yeah
1: Yeah, absolutely. Then we're going to get into like water rights arguments.
0: Yeah. If they win the title, they will like paint We Are the Lake on a side of the stadium.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. It reminds me a little bit of when there was one point when... Like, before the Astros got good again, when they were selling officially branded, like, through MLB.com, Trust the Process, t-shirts. Come on. And philosophically, it feels similar.
1: It does. You're right.
0: I don't like it.
2: No. No, I do not either.
0: I'm
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and This does not sit well.
0: <laughs> and you, you look for unexpected things to happen because that is what makes this sport and any sport so fun. Um, is that, you know, there's, there's always these weird little possibilities. I am taken aback by encountering a possibility that I would enjoy an Ohio State win more than a Michigan win. Yeah, that feels I weird. Don't like how that feels. No. Um, I imagine that, because I haven't watched a lot of Ohio State this year because I am practicing self-care. Um, I really can't stand them. And I think that, you know, come noon on Sunday when they're, you know, Gus Johnson is screaming about 80,000 people in Columbus. Um, I think, or 80,000, a hundred, I don't know where any of the games are. This game is in Ann Arbor. Uh, when Gus Johnson is screaming about Ryan Day as, The sideline is swirling about great job. He's done this year. Blah, 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 blah. Um, But also Marvin Harrison Jr. Is so good. What I have seen of Ohio state has mostly been highlights of him torching everybody in the country. Yeah. And he should probably be in the playoff. Cause he's awesome. And I don't know that Michigan has anybody who's awesome.
2: I mean, not in that way, I don't think. I
1: hmm.
0: oh, will come back to all of these terrible, awful, disgusting feelings about this Brussels sprouts of a game. <laughs>
1: uh, Whoa. I love Brussels sprouts. Are we going to fight? Find- Some do. They do. That's true. Some do.
0: Actually, i've I've had them in ways that I don't hate them. Um, that's weird. Why? Why is that? Why are foods like Brussels sprouts being prepared intentionally badly? Um, I feel like
1: place? Brussels sprouts. It's kind of it's kind of difficult because if you do it wrong, they get a stank about them.
0: They sure do.
2: Well, yeah. I think it's mostly that when we were kids, all anybody knew what to do with them was steam them. And and that is a recipe for stankification. Hot farts. Yes. If you roast them, did, then... Yeah, did we yeah. not
0: have roasting technology in the 1980s?
2: <laughs> we just... Look, we didn't roast anything in the 80s. I know. We put a chicken one in the oven and that was about it. Everything else got steamed. We, we were all too obsessed with low fat diets to right. want to cook in any way that required any fat whatsoever. So steamed it is.
0: <laughs> That's really. Uh, yeah. Science has advanced so much in our lifetimes that when I was growing up, people thought that if you ate fat, it would make you fat. That's.
2: Yeah, it it's a it's a very very legal not even legalistic, just a deeply literal interpretation that we were all subjected
1: to as children. What do you think is going to be our like fat fear of today in terms of food?
2: Oh, carbs 100%. It's carbs. Yeah
1: yeah
2: Yeah. right yeah it's cards i also think on a on a more on a more micro level gmos are the other thing where we're like why why did you just give this a name and suddenly decide you're so concerned about it when we have been gmo-ing uh produce for the entirety of modern
0: civilization (laughs) isn't isn't that like Didn't we all go to biology class and learn about Punnett Squares? No, we we did not, apparently. I feel like that's one of the easier ones. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you feel like it is. And yet at some point somebody was like, well, if we give it a name that we can make sound scary, then everyone will forget the very core entry-level biology that they studied as teenagers.
0: This episode of Casual Die Hard has been powered by AI, <laughs> uh, by which I mean we are on computers. <laughs> Folks, we are right in the information superhighway.
1: <laughs> Al Gore's here. On,
0: on that <laughs> is they that the built finish line? the twenty-first
1: century. He's waving a checkered he's flag. Wa- wearing a bikini. <laughs> There's a
2: mission accomplished banner behind him. (laughs) Yeah. When people ask why our generation is so weird, I think we just need to remind them um, that for many of us, the first election we meaningfully participated in was Gore versus Bush, and that just set the stage for the rest of our adult
1: life. Yeah, you don't get out of hearing hanging chads a lot. Right, right, right. That is just, that should not have been in our vocabulary.
2: I was but but an innocent 18 year old.
1: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) We had to grow up fast. Right.
0: Those were times.
2: They they sure were times.
0: (laughs) And Napster at the same time.
2: Yeah. the sheer volume of music, because we discovered—I'm uh, sure—I'm sure other college students also discovered this, but we discovered that if you made your music library searchable, like I, I made it a network searchable drive, that people who lived in your dorm, or really people who were internet. on the same Wi-Fi network, right? Um. Or not even Wi-Fi at the time. People who were on the same network at the time could basically instantly download your music. So I download like the entirety of my friends' music libraries because <laughs> I didn't really have to download anything. It was it was local as far as my computer was concerned. Uh,
0: that was also how a lot of people learned about um, protecting your nudes.
2: Yeah. And-
0: not putting those in the shared folder.
2: Yeah, don't put those in the shared folder. Luckily, uh, that was the early days of digital cameras.
1: Oh yeah, blurry. Yeah. So like the quality. The quality was great. Yeah. I remember somebody had shared their downloaded stuff, and they had some like illegal pornographic material. Titles oh no! We didn't watch them but we were like, that is. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah.
2: yeah, It's one thing. If you get caught having like a terrible. Song like, Oh, you have terrible tasted music or whatever. That's one thing. You you don't, you don't need to expose seven. Yeah. Right. I had one of my friends in college. Um, she she used to rickroll me before rickrolling was a thing, but she would do it with. Uh, <laughs> it's not unusual. So she would send me over like
0: hey, was a-
2: instant messenger or whatever. She would like relabel other MP th- relabel M- that MP3 as being something else <laughs> and send it to me so i was just constantly being forced to listen to it's not unusual it was a it was like a john Mulaney bit before the john Mulaney bit was a thing it was very salt and pepper diner in my dorm
0: room (laughs) we did that once uh my roommate and i did that with uh hey at oh my god uh, (laughs) at a bar in in manhattan we were out (laughs) late one night and just put five dollars in the box and just hit hey yeah over and over and over again
1: (laughs) did you
2: you mix it up with a sorry miss jackson or something to like pull off the full salt and pepper diner bit
0: i don't remember because we were very drunk uh As one would imagine. I, yes. I, I do remember the bartender getting angrier and angrier and finally <laughs> unplugging the jukebox and plugging it back in at which point, Hey, y'all started again. Uh, and that was <laughs> a beautiful payoff. <laughs> with the whole bit.
2: That's uh, to know about uh, jukeboxes though, they survive <laughs> being powered down forcibly.
0: <laughs> oh, this one did. Uh, not sure about the jukeboxes. Oh, today. Oh, God. I feel so old. That bar is that bar moved and then closed. Wow. Um, so. Amazing. It's been a long time since I was young, but not a long time since I have podcasted with you guys, and that is a great thing. I love to do it. And uh, Brit, I will be podcasting with you again very soon because we'll be welcoming <laughs> oh, Addie well. back to talk about... The Formula One shenanigans of the weekend. Uh, so I look forward to that, Kaelin. I look forward to talking with you again, real real soon. Uh, did we did we have any foods, other foods that we wanted to get in Thanksgiving mix? What what are your guys' favorite? Uh, I just tossed out apple pie there because it's it's such a standard. I will say for me, uh, it's it's pecan all the way. Uh, oh,
2: at one hundred percent. yes
0: what what are your what are your pies? Uh,
2: well, we we make we always do pumpkin. we're We're very traditional that way. My mom loves pumpkin pie. My mom's pumpkin pie recipe makes two pies for one can of pumpkin. Uh, and our Thanksgivings are typically pretty small. It's usually just my immediate family. So our family tradition is that my mom eats an entire pumpkin pie f- by herself the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> And then the other, she makes the pies the day before, eats one of them, and then the other one is
0: for- Quality control.
2: Yeah, quality control. Sometimes she'll only eat like half of it the night before, and she'll eat the rest of it like the day of Thanksgiving before we have dinner, like while she's cooking.
0: (laughs) Also important to eat an entire pie the night before Thanksgiving so that your stomach muscles are ready for the big day.
2: Right. She knows how to train. A lot of
0: people think you want to- you want to go into it like fasting or with an empty stomach. No, you want no, you have to, to have eat.
2: stretch that to the breaking point.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So eat a whole pie on Wednesday, if you can. Yeah. Uh, Keelan you could eat a whole pie on Wednesday. Uh, what kind of pie would you be eating?
1: Um, I really like sweet potato pie. And I guess it's close enough to pumpkin pie that it's almost interchangeable.
2: Um, i i do prefer sweet potato in a pinch though i will i will i will yeah with
1: that. i agree it's a little more as i've gotten older i feel like i like sweet potato better when i as a I, younger person i liked pumpkin
0: i absolutely agree and learned about sweet potato i don't think i've ever had like a, a sweet potato pie at a holiday uh, the first time that I was, I've had it like at diners and stuff. But the first time that I was introduced to it, uh, was at the bodega across the street from the Staten Island Ferry Terminal, um, <coughs> where they had those little single serve pies, and I was like, apple, lemon, sweet potato. Let me try that, and it was it was awesome. It was a life changing moment that uh, sticks with me to this day. Uh, <laughs> the time that I had sweet potato pie in Staten Island the only
2: good thing to have ever happened uh, in staten island
0: <laughs> that's not true we also got a really good uh like kid friendly and like kids have enjoyed it ever since uh very basic guacamole recipe from the staten island children's museum where wow. they had like a little you you get to do like some you know food prep at a right. like little get, kitchen station get to that.
2: mash the avocado yourself and whatever
0: yeah. Well, that's so, fun. Staten Island, home of uh, guacamole for kids, uh, sweet potato pie, and Wu Tang. <laughs> and oh. I think that is an episode of our casual diehard show. You should certainly uh, give us a five star review wherever it is that you review podcasts. We're on Spotify. Now we're on Apple podcasts. When I looked before where, so we should be, those are the places that people get podcasts. If you get your podcasts, some other place like uh Google podcasts, I'm pretty sure we're on there too. Now I got a thing like a a bounce, uh, not a bounce back, a, like a, a confirmation email. And it looked like I don't use Google podcasts. I don't know. I've, I've never met anybody who like openly uses um, anything but Apple music or Spotify or like a dedicated RSS and, and whatever, uh, kind of situation. But like, um, if you have a Zoom, uh, you're probably not listening to it on it. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know how that all works. It was enough to get us onto, onto a cast, which, you know, you hear enough podcasts that, um use a thing and and then it seems like oh maybe we should do that too so we did and now here we are and we'll figure out how to business and such going forward we are uh smart enough people to do that and to get you to listen to a show for uh for this long so thank you all for listening and have a happy thanksgiving if you don't hear the next episode that we're going to record before thanksgiving or that we plan to record anyway that's it for this episode I have talked for entirely too long and I will stop now. Love you.